0: Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast.
1: I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, that is our prayer and declaration that you are holy, you are great. We worship you. Be honored by our time together this morning. We're excited to encounter you Through your word, we love you, Lord. We give you the highest praise and honor. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our morning worship and prayer. We hope that your journey with us through the book of Isaiah has enriched your prayer life, especially your walk with God. We're now in part two of Isaiah chapter 53. And let me ask you this question. How much are you willing to go for something or someone that you love? How much are you willing to sacrifice for something or someone that you love? For most of us, perhaps for a hobby, for a passion, or for a sport, we would sacrifice and invest time, resources, and energy, isn't it? And for people that we love, maybe for the students here, for the love of your parents, you would sacrifice Social media time or your favorite series, just to help out with the chores. Kawai-kawai sa mga estudyante. Or for the love of learning, you would sacrifice sleepless nights at yun kanan at kaliwang Kilai, kilay, sunog kilay para sa pag Or maybe for the singles and young professionals here, for the love of your family as you provide for them, you sacrifice extra hours for overtime just to provide more for your family. For the singles here also, for the love of a person, you would sacrifice in order to pursue, to propose, or to marry someone, isn't it? Maybe for the parents here, or for the married here, for the love of your spouse, you would sacrifice your convenience just to serve and love your spouse unconditionally. For the parents here, natunay pong epitome ng sacrifice, sabi nga ba, isusubung mo na lang, ibibigay mo pa. For the parents here, For the love of your children and for the love of family, you sacrifice in order to provide for a home, provide for education and raise your children well and take care of your family. We sacrifice, all of us, sacrifice for something or someone that we love, isn't it? And when we ask God, Lord, how much are you willing to sacrifice? How far are you willing to go for those that you love? And we find our answer in this very text that we will be reading, Isaiah chapter 53, verses 7 to 12. Can I invite everyone to open your Bibles as we read these passages together? Isaiah 53, verses 7 to 12. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death, to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Here we see Isaiah 53. Again, I love this passage of Scripture because chapter 53 of Isaiah point directly to our Messiah. And yesterday we talked about the first part of Isaiah chapter 53, how it was for our sins and for our transgressions that Jesus was pierced by his stripes. We have been healed and we cannot comprehend how God has put into action his plan for salvation and redemption. And here when we ask that question again, Lord, how far are you willing to go for the people that you love as far as heaven to earth? God, how far are you willing to go? How much are you willing to sacrifice? As much as the Father sacrificing his one and only Son for you and for me. Was it fair? No. But was it love? Yes. Because he loved you and me, God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son that whoever would believe in him would not perish and have eternal life. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7 says, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Who is this lamb that scripture is referring to? John chapter 129, John the Baptist makes this declaration in the Gospel of John. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And that is what Jesus did in his life, death, and resurrection on the cross. He is the sacrificial lamb of God who took away the sin of the world. In Isaiah 53 says, He was oppressed, afflicted, judged, killed, stricken, crushed, anguished, poured out. Why? To take away the sins of the world. Three applications for all of us as we read Isaiah 53 fulfilled in Jesus Christ. What does this mean for all of us today? First, Because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross, our sins are forgiven. Do you believe that? You are forgiven. If you have accepted Jesus in your life, repented of your sin, the promise is that forgiveness is ours. And that is a daily truth that we wake up to every day. We have been forgiven. Isaiah 53 verse 8 says, He was stricken for the transgression of my people. Verse 11, And he shall bear their iniquities. Verse 12 says, He bore the sin of many. Different terms that talks about our sin. Transgression, iniquity, sin, our willful disobedience, our premeditated choices to sin before God, our missing the mark to sin against God and against others. Scripture says, He bore them all, and for them he was stricken. if you you are those who have turned away from sin and are living for God in the way you honor God every single day, thank you for living a life that honors the sacrifice of Jesus. Because of His finished work, you are living a forgiven life. But for those of us who are currently in sin, or maybe we have Jesus in our life, but there are areas in our life that are not fully surrendered to Him yet. There are areas in our life that are still in sin. It's not yet too late. We can still receive forgiveness as we repent and turn our back away from that. Why? Because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross, our sins are forgiven. May we daily live that forgiveness that Jesus has purchased for us on the cross. Second, because of the finished work of Jesus, our guilt is taken away. Because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross, our guilt is taken away. We are declared not guilty before the Lord. Isaiah 53, verse 10, it says there, Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He, was put, he has put him to grief when his soul makes an offering for guilt. He shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Jesus did not just make offering for our sin, but he also makes offering for our guilt. Maybe for some of us here, there are things that we've repented of that we still feel guilty about or feel condemned about. The promise of Scripture is that for anyone who is in Christ, there is now no condemnation. If you've repented of that sin, God does not just take away that sin and forgive you of that sin. He also offers a guilt-free life, no longer guilty. And just a side note on this verse, it says there it was the will of the Lord to crush Jesus. You see, this is not a sadistic offering of a heavenly father that the father was rejoicing in the suffering of his son. No, the father did not rejoice in the suffering of Jesus. Rather, the father, it was to the father's pleasure, the result of Jesus' suffering, a world reconciled to him. This was the father and the son. A beautiful verse we see that the father and son working together for the love of you and me. John 10, 18 says, Jesus says, No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. What a beautiful picture. How far is God willing to go? As far as the Father sending His one and only Son. How far is Jesus willing to go? As far as sacrificing His life for you and for me so that by His finished work, our guilt is taken away. And lastly, because of Jesus' finished work on the cross, we are declared righteous. Isaiah 53, verse 11, Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied by his knowledge. Shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous. The promise is that if you have received Jesus in your life as Lord and Savior, when the Father sees you, He not just sees you, He sees the righteousness of His one and only Son in you. We can live righteously because we are saved. We live righteously not to be saved, but because we are saved. It is only the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross that makes us and declares us righteous. Do you believe that? Kaya po nating mabuhay. Nang righteous in a way that honors God because He has already saved us. Are you living a righteous life before God? Do you believe that you can live righteously for Him? Are you still trying to earn your righteousness by good works? You see, it's only the finished work of Jesus Christ that declares us righteous. We have been saved, therefore we can live righteously before God. As we wrap up Isaiah 53, verse 7 to 11 talks about the sacrificial Lamb of God. But in verse 12, it talks about a victorious Savior. There's a picture of a victorious Savior who divides the spoils of victory among the strong. And at the end of time, we see the fulfillment of that victory by the Lamb of God Himself. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9 and verse 11 to 13, it says there, And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain. And by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. Then I looked and heard, To Him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. The only rightful and fitting response to the sacrifice of the Lamb of God to Jesus' finished work on the cross is worship. Because of Jesus' finished work on the cross, our sins are forgiven, our guilt is taken away, and we are declared righteous. What a fitting way, fitting response, but to worship Him. We're going to do that in a while. Let me pray. Father, we thank you today that Isaiah 53 points us directly to the finished work of our Savior and Messiah, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Lord, we declare And we receive again that promise that when we put our faith and trust in you, we are forgiven, we are declared not guilty, and we are declared righteous because of your finished work on the cross. Lord, thank you that we get to live that life every day. A life that is victorious over sin, a life that is righteous before you, a life that is forgiven and free. And for your sacrifice we say we worship you we honor you the lamb of god who was slain we say you are worthy to receive honor and blessing and power we worship you in jesus name amen let's continue to worship god declare that song once more
0: you are lord of lords you forever reign all the you're holy. You. Are you high, God, no one else but you, you are holy, you are holy, let our words be few before your throne, let our fix your eyes and who you are. Holy, holy is the Lord, oh God Mighty in all His ways Hallelujah We worship You
1: Thank You, God As you go through your day, may you continue to honor and bless the Lord in everything that you do. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you. Have an amazing day ahead. been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.